Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Hallelujah. Listen, tell your neighbor, your life is like a house. Seriously, tell your neighbor, your life is like a house. Built it on a rock. I tell you, the young man, he's very uncomfortable, but I told him to sit there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's his music. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can see that the guy is very nervous. But he was... <laughs> Hallelujah. Build your house on a rock. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Oh, what did I see? <laughs> Build your house. Build Tell me about, build your house on a rock. Say your life is a house. Build it well. Yeah. yeah seriously, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Um, I think there was a scripture to be memorized. The morning group are always elected. The afternoon group, I'm not sure whether they can memorize scriptures. But the morning group is usually alert. So let's try it on the afternoon group. Are you alert? One, two, go. Second Thessalonians 3, 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. Second Thessalonians 3, 1. It says, finally, brethren, pray for us. See, Paul was telling the people in Thessalonica, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord will have free course. Because sometimes, please, I know there's no room for the babies, so if you are the babies, just be at the back so that when they start crying, you can just go behind the glass with all due respect. Fathers and mothers, 
It is a sign that you are productive. That's all. Having babies is a sign that you are, you are, you are productive. Or you are active at night. Seriously. I don't know why I'm even saying that. You see, I once had a couple. I once had a couple in one of our churches that I was counseling. They couldn't have children. They couldn't have children. Maybe the Holy Spirit is trying to tell somebody something. So I counseled them and I talked to them a lot. And I prayed for them. Then somehow in one of the counseling sessions, I remember where I was with them. So I asked them that, so how often do you have sex? Or how, how often do you do it? Then apparently, they might say, oh, maybe once every two weeks. No, it's, it's true, sir, I'm telling you. Yeah. And their reason was that, I think he worked upstate. They used to live in Jersey, but he worked upstate. So he goes most of the time. Then he comes home, maybe on a weekend, and then the wife is also busy running around, cleaning the house, and nothing happens. Then they sleep and they wake up. By the time I realize it's time to go back. So I said, ah, you are wasting my prayer. <laughs> I tell you, I say, you have wasted my prayer. My time, my counseling. I mean, how? If you really want to have serious about children, then you don't play the game. That's not how you play the game. If you want to have children, we don't, we don't play the game that way. So I took my time. I said, listen to me. You have to, you have to prioritize what is... You, you have to prioritize it. If you think children are important, then do something about your schedule. So that there can be frequency of activities. Yeah. Frequency of activities. And I even show them even, sometimes even the time of the day. Because in the morning of the day, early morning, the pH and the, everything is fresh. You see, it's, it's a race. And people swim better when they are awake. <laughs> yes. I told you, scientifically, it's actually early morning has more chances. Because it's a race. And you are tired at the end of the day. You can't swim much. So early in the morning, I thought, look, if you are serious about this thing, then there's a better way to do it. And to the glory of God, they heeded my advice. Now they have three children. This one, I, there was no anointing or anointing. This was just... I didn't bring anointing oil, none of that. I just listened to their schedule. And I said, once every two weeks, once a month, and everybody's tired. No, no, it doesn't work. Frequency of activity. So when you see people with young children, it's a sign that they are active. Yeah, probably it is good. I'm preaching. Maybe this is a word for somebody. You just have to protest what is important to you. I don't know what I'm sharing. It. You see, prioritize what is important to you. That's what I'm saying. Because you have to, you have to prioritize something, brother. See, as we're church, we always talk about marriage because every pastor's life is preaching and marriage. So when it comes, oh, you are talking about marriage again. Yes, what else should we talk about again? <laughs> I mean, pastor's life 
that people are born again, the next thing you talk about is marriage. My children was, that's my wife. My children said that when, I'm talk, when we are talking to people, we are two things. Either we are telling them to get married or, or we are telling them not to get divorced. So that's, that's my children's comment. You see, we see dad and mom talking to somebody and the other telling them either to get married or not to get divorced. It's like that's all the topic we talk about. <laughs> so it's all priorities. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you have to, and I told you, look, if you're really serious about having children, then this is your current lifestyle. Don't cut it. And, and, and they heeded to my advice. I think the girl finally tried to get a job there. I they were like, how oh, do you have three kids? Yeah. So, and, and there was no anointing oil here. Just counseling. Wisdom. Yes, so sometimes, sometimes, that's what the Bible said. The Bible said that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Look, everything you can prioritize on. Yeah. Because I've known some women, so I've known some women who have taken a certain backstage or sacrifices so they can get married. It is no wisdom to everybody, but to some it is wisdom. <laughs> to some it is wisdom. They say, look, I would prefer to be married and have a child, so if I have to cut back on certain things, I will do that. But it's no wisdom to everybody. To some it is no wisdom. To some, to, to, to some to look, I would rather pay my rent and pay my check. I don't need a man to control me. That's also your wisdom. I'm not criticizing you, but that's your wisdom. No, don't get me wrong. I hope when I preach you, people will understand me. Me, I don't criticize anybody. You. Everybody and your wisdom. That's all. Because honestly speaking, some people are happy not married. That's what you don't know. And some people are also happy married. So at the end of the day, it is your wisdom. Hallelujah. Yeah. But you see, don't, you see, don't apply your wisdom and experience. Exp- this, I think, is by the Holy Spirit. Of course, my preach, my, the word I'm going to show, so, the word I'm going to share with you, with you so, so the Holy Spirit. But this is a word that came in season for maybe for one person. Don't stagger. Just finish it. You'll be tired anyway, whether it is one whether it's two, whether it's three, you will be tired anyway. For I must work while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. Hallelujah. And if you are here and you are believing God for a child, I prophesy to your womb, receive a child. I say, I prophesy to your womb, receive a child. I say, I prophesy to your womb, receive a child. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's a good place to clap you. Hallelujah. All right. Hey. Yesterday, I said yesterday. Man doesn't rest, so the days are all added together. Last week, Sunday, we started talking about laboring for a blessing. Build your house on a rock. Hallelujah. And we shared, I shared with you why it is important to labor for a blessing. Hallelujah. Because in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 27, Genesis 1, 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 2. 
And God blessed them. After he blessed them, then he said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moved. It all came after he blessed them. Hallelujah. If he had not blessed them, he would not have given them that instruction. Do you hear me? He knew that they had the ability to be fruitful, to multiply, to increase, to have dominion because he has given them that necessary ingredient or that necessary power or that necessary tool which is blessing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, as a creation of God, as a child of God, as a human being, you function, you are productive, you dominate because of a blessing. That's how God created you. Without a blessing, don't expect to be fruitful. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I mean, you are out of your mind if you expect a car to move when the gas tank is empty. I mean, the tank is empty. And you expect the car to move. And you are saying, well, it's a very expensive car. A person, no, 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 no. The car was made by the manufacturer to move with gas. So without gas, there is no movement. God created man and says man needs a blessing to dominate, to be fruitful, to overcome. You, you without a blessing, you cannot. Do you get me? Hallelujah. That is why you have to tell your neighbor, you do well under a blessing. Yeah. And the opposite is so true. You don't do well under a curse. Because man was very fruitful until man sinned. Then the blessing was removed. Then everything went negative. So your life, for those of you who did maths, is a summation of blessing and cursing. Science students. Your life is a summation of blessings and cursing. Hallelujah. If you are here, it is blessing taking you here and cursing taking you back. So the more blessing comes your way, the forward you move. The more curses come your way, the back you go. That is how your life, at any point in time, wherever you are in life, is a summation of the blessing on your life and the curses on your life. Hallelujah. So that is why I started teaching us that, therefore, let us labor or let us work for the thing that takes us forward. The thing that makes us fruitful, which is a blessing. Hallelujah. That is why he said in 1 Samuel, by strength, by strength shall no man prevail. By strength shall no man prevail. So don't think that you're going to do well based on your strength or your intelligence. Look, everything that you are doing, there are people who are doing it better than you and they are still broke. <laughs> Sorry. Just in case you don't know, there are doctors who are broke. Okay, I do know some doctors who are, do, I don't know who are broke. Yeah. They are lawyers who are even broker. They are nurses 
Oh. Zero. Damn. There are some politicians who are in jail. Are you hearing me? There are, and there are nurses who are very wealthy. And there are doctors who are very wealthy. And there are architects who are very wealthy. There are engineers who are very wealthy. There are people who work in 7 Eleven and they are very wealthy. Yes, that's what you don't know. So it is not a profession. It is the blessing upon a person's life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because you, if you, even if you have a Mercedes Benz and there's no gas in it, somebody with a 1920 Toyota Corolla will pass you because he has gas. Because <laughs> what moves the car is the gas. Not the car. So stop boasting in your car. Well, I got this, I got that. I don't know. You got no blessing. You can go nowhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. For by strength shall no man prevail. Hallelujah. So we started teaching us, all of us, how to zone in or go for blessings. Hallelujah. Labor for a blessing. Work for things that bring a blessing. Hallelujah. So, um, the first thing we spoke about is serving God. If you remember, if you don't remember, you can get a message last week. Serving God. Yeah. Serving God. Shall serve him. And the next one was build, building the church. Hallelujah. I have to continue. And I also said, Paying tithes. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. Good. Working for a blessing. Amen. Now, you also labor for a blessing. Okay? You labor for a blessing when you help. You help with the call of God on, a, on another person. I'll explain. Call of God. Yeah. Or, or, or you labor for a blessing when you support the preaching of the gospel. Hallelujah. It's a very interesting story. Exodus chapter 31, verses 1 to 6. Exodus 31, verses 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bazalil, the son of Uri, the son of Her, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works to work in gold and in silver and in brass 
and in the cutting of stones to set them, and in the cutting of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. Go back again. Verse 1 again. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bazaliel, the son of Uri, the son of Or, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner. God said, I want you to understand this carefully. Who did God call for the assignment to build? This was building of the tabernacle. Who, did, who, who was given the assignment to build the, the tabernacle? You don't read the words. Who, who was it? No. Who, was, who received the commandment to go and build the tabernacle, the ark of God? Who? Moses. Moses, the call, the work, the project was given to Moses. Moses is the one who received the instruction to build the church. Moses was the one who received to build the ark. God called Moses and said, I want you to build the ark. And then God said, because of the work I have given you, which is the building of the ark, for which you will need artisans, one of whom is called Bezaliel. So I, God, I have given Bezaliel wisdom, skill, and understanding. So if Bezaliel is so crafty, is so skilled, can do a lot of things, it's because of the job that was given to Moses. Are you hearing me? So if Bezalel can make exquisite furniture, it is because God had called him to help Moses. But for the project that was given to Moses, Bezalel had no job. You got it? You got it? Yeah. But for the project, if Moses did not have the project of building the tabernacle, Bezalel will have no job. So if Bezalel is good, if Bezalel is skillful, if Bezalel is knowledgeable, it is because God had given Moses a job and said for that job I've given Moses, I need you to help him. Therefore, I'm giving you wisdom and talent and skill so you can help Moses. So, if Bezalel now has a huge furniture shop, if Bezalel makes furniture that nobody has seen before, they say, wow, that wisdom was given to him by God because of Moses. The assignment God had given to Moses. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So, so I'm trying to tell you, sometimes, I'm talking about the source of a blessing. Sometimes, as God has given you an assignment to help, God has given you a man of God, a church to help. That is why God will give you a certain intelligence, a certain knowledge, even to do something in your secular job because of the work he has called you to do, to help. Amen. And we make a mistake by not identifying the reason. Yeah. Sometimes even the reason why God will give you a job that pays more than you will normally earn is because of God wants you to help in, in maybe in the choir. And therefore, he said, look, I, because I need you to help in my 
choir to sing on Saturday to minister, I'm going to give you a job that they will give you weekend off totally and we pay the same amount. Receive that blessing. Do you get it? Receive it. Sometimes even because of and if God has given you favor at your job place, they are granting you favor, they are, they are overlooking your mistakes. Maybe it's because God needs you to pray for the church. And it's not that when you are disturbed, you cannot pray. That's why he has given you favor on that side. And you, that's what you, are you hearing me? Somebody receive, somebody receive that blessing. The reason, the reason, did you get it? The reason, I mean, so tell me, yes, the reason why Bezolia was wild, he was getting contracts, is because God gave him that wisdom because of Moses. So the day Bezaliel becomes a big man and thinks that he does not need Moses. And unfortunately, unfortunately, that is usually the end result of a lot of orangus, associate pastors. They don't know that the reason why the people listen to them is because of the senior pastor. The reason why you are listening to me is because of Bishop Dagwood Mills. He said I'm a pastor. So I make a mistake when I think I'm my own man. God forbid. I say God forbid. Yeah. That is why and, and the story even the story even gets more interesting. Continue. Next, uh, okay, next one. Let's go. Cut no stone. Very good. And behold, I have given with him Aholiab. Now, behold, I have given him Aholiab, the son of Ahimasak, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise, I have put wisdom that they may make that, you see, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. I have commanded you, Moses, and I have given you uh, Bezaliah. And not only Bezaliah, I have even given, now Bezaliah has boys. Now your business has boys. So when you go to Bezaliah Capital Shop, his assistant is... Yeah. And see, I'm trying to tell you, and this is why some people get it wrong. You don't even know that even the people that has been given to help you is because of the anointed man. Connections. Labor for a blessing. Now, the guy called Bezaliel, now he has boys who help him. All because of Moses. Are you hearing me? Because when God calls a servant, whom he calls, he equips. Whom he calls, he equips. Some, some of you, maybe, I remember. You see, and that was what, and that was what um, this guy, um, uh, Esther's uncle, what's he called? Mordecai. And that's what Mordecai told Esther. That was exactly what Mordecai told Esther. He said, do you, who do you know that you were made a queen for such a time as this? The reason why you, this village girl, you are married to this queen is because of the kingdom. 
But for such a time as this, there's no way you, this village girl, will be married to a king. But some village girls, when they marry a king, they forget the reason why. <laughs> I mean, village girl from the hinterland. When you came, now you are forgotten that the reason is because of God's work. Hallelujah. Yeah. For such a time as this. That is why Paul said in Philippians 1 7. Philippians 1 7. Philippians 1 7. That's what Paul told him. He said, even. Even as it is meet for me to think, uh, to think this of you all, because I have, I have you in my heart, in as much as in my body. The last part, he said, ye are all, see the part, last part, ye are all partakers of my grace. Yes. <laughs> yes. Paul told them, he said, listen to you. It is the personal grace on me that all of you are partaking. Mm. So if people say you are what? You are great. I'm the source. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, you labor for a blessing when you recognize that God has given a certain skill for a word that he has called for his servant. Hallelujah. Obviously, Bezalia was making a lot of money. Do you think Bezalia will use only the wisdom only to build the ark? I said, do you think Bezalia will use the wisdom only to build the ark? Don't you think, Michael, don't think Bezalia will have some private customers? Business. Because I had, I had, I had, I had one man of God said, listen, the oil, the, he said, the bottle that contains the anointing oil, after it is poured on the people, some remain in it. <laughs> have you seen that anointing? Every time we use the anointing oil bottle, there was some remaining. Hallelujah. Yeah, he says some remain in it. In other words, he said, what was trying to say, he's entitled to the residual blessing. Nobody should be jealous of his blessing. Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, and another man goes to say that, and you, when I came and I say, I bless you, God bless you, you receive it. And you don't think me that I am blessing you, God will bless me. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what he said. Hmm? He was the same person who said this. I just he was the same person who said some people came to him at a convention. Papa, bless us, bless us, bless us. Then he looked at him and said, You people are broken protocol. You are breaking protocol. You have not brought venison. And you are <laughs> 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 you are breaking spiritual protocol. You have not brought venison. And you are asking for a blessing. <laughs> That's a powerful man of God. Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. Anyway. Are you hearing me? Now. Another way. So, labor to support the gospel. Okay? You must know why you are being blessed. Another way that you can labor for a blessing. Quickly. is Matthew chapter... 25. It's every time she's in the Bible. Matthew 25, 34 to 35. Matthew 25. Then shall the king say unto you, 
Then shall the king say unto them, on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father. Ye what? Ye what? Inherited for the kingdom. Prepare for you from the foundation of the world. Continue. For I was hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Let me tell you something. These are all biblical. You also get blessed when you give to the poor. It's in the Bible. Charismatics are one. When we see poor people, we look down upon them. Listen to me. When you give to the poor. He said, I was hanging. Sometimes we see people on the road, so they are drug addicts. Let me tell you, not everybody on the road begging is a crackerhead. Stop judging people. If you don't want to give to them, shut up. Don't judge them. God said that I was hungry. You gave me, I was thirsty. You gave me, I was a stranger. You took me. Because of that, you are blessed of my father. Yeah. Learn to give to the poor as part of your life of blessing. Unfortunately, other religions have overtaken us in that. They, they are good at giving to the poor. Learn to give to the poor. You see somebody destitute. Give to the poor. If you give to the poor, how many, how many have given to the poor before? You have given so, you have given so many people. What, 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 what did they normally say when you give it to them? What did they say? What did they say? God bless you. God bless you. Learn to give to the poor. Yes. For I was hanging. Yes. Yes. Oh, they're going to do drugs. Please, please. Even if he's going to do drugs, at this point he's hungry. Yeah. Give to the poor. Because all that they will say to you is, God bless you. Hallelujah. Eba for a blessing. Give to the poor. See, I was hungry. Hallelujah. Okay. Remember the poor? The poor. You see, that's why in our church we do that. That's the reason why we have a huge orphanage. Ah, how do you expect orphans to eat? Are there orphans in this world? I'm asking you, are there orphans in this world? How do you expect them to eat? Somebody has to take care of them. Look, let me tell you something. Don't judge homeless people and poor people. Because we, you are who you are by the grace of God. I hear a, a friend of mine who said, look, yeah. Don't, don't, don't judge, don't judge. Because I know a friend of mine was who told me that, look, we are all one paycheck from being homeless. One paycheck. So give to the poor. Hallelujah. Learn to give to the poor. Anyway. Next point. Labor for a blessing. Labor for a blessing. Work for a blessing. Second Corinthians, which is? Second Corinthians chapter 9, verses 8 to 10. Second Corinthians. What will bring you a blessing? Ha, ha. And God, 
is able to make all grace abound toward you. That ye, God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound unto every good work. Verse 10. As it is written, he had dispersed abroad. He had given to the poor. His righteousness remained forever. Now, he that ministered seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. Philippians 4.15. Philippians 4. Philippians 4, please, quickly. Now, ye Philippians, also know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. You Philippians only. Next one. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto me my necessity. They didn't send Bibles. They didn't send clothes. They sent him money. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full. Having received of a preference, the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. And this will be all quote. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. All of us quote, my God shall supply all your, ri- your my God shall supply all your needs. My God. But the basis for God supplying all your needs is that you supported the gospel. Yes. You have the, you have, you are justified to say that my God shall supply all my needs. According to, but we quote Philippians 4.19, forgetting the contest. It was to a people who when Paul moved from uh, Thessalonica to start another church and the, the church was young. The older church kept supporting him so that the church would be built. So there's a blessing when you support financially to a church. And that is why a lot of people are broke. You can pray all night long. You don't give, you'll be broke. Church is quiet. They are spiritual principles, okay? They are spiritual principles. When it comes to financial prosperity, you must give. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been a pastor for a while. I have been a pastor for a while. And I've seen a lot of prayer warriors who are broke. And I've seen some, some way people who don't pray. But every time there's a fundraising, they give and they're always prospering. I've been a pastor for 20 years. I've seen prayer warriors, and their shoes are worn. Yes, they are holy, they are righteous, but they are poor. And I've seen some people who come once a week or once every other two weeks. But anytime there's money for God's work, they give. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. It is for that because the people give what's the Church. Give, give money to God's work. That's what I'm talking about. 
Don't give money to me. Even though you give it to me, you'll be blessed. But give money to God's work. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's be careful. Giving to a man of God is not wrong. But give money to God's work. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. I have been a pastor for a long time. And I have seen some people, no matter the fundraising, whether it is for a building, for a car, for a missionary, for an orphan, to tar the road, to buy a speaker, uh, zero, nada, zero, kaput, kapeta, nada, nothing goes in. So they continue to remain broke. Every day they don't have. When you see the street, they are standing on. You see they don't have. Yeah. Oh, we are going to camp. How many need sponsors? Raise up. When, how long will you be sponsored? Why don't you also sponsor somebody? I have come to see, and I know from say that giving is a spirit. Some people have a spirit of stinginess. They are simply Armstrong. May God deliver you from marrying a man who is a stingy person. All my daughters who are not married, my daughters who are not married, stand up, stand up. Daughters who are not married, stand up. I say, daughters who are not married, stand up. May God deliver you from marrying a stingy man. A man who is an Armstrong. We curse that person in the name of Jesus. Hey, a small marriage. Every day, we have to argue. I'm strong. Every day, I'm strong. I'm strong. You see, I'm strong. Give me this spirit. I should pray for the men. I those who are married already. Too bad. <laughs> I've just seen already. <laughs> yeah, maybe grace, maybe grace will abound. And they will change. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. Uh, Hallelujah. And the next one, I love the next one. Which is labor, you see, which is labor for the blessing of your pastor. Yes. Labor for the blessing of your pastor. And I explain. Genesis 14. 18 to 20. Genesis 14. 18. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. 19. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram, the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Verse 20. And blessed be the most high God which had delivered thine enemies into the hand and he gave him a tithe of all. And he gave him a tithe of all. Labor for... Melchizedek was a priest and Abraham labored for the blessing of Melchizedek. 
when he came from war. Because he needed Melchizedek to speak a blessing over him. He said, blessed be Abraham. And the God of Abraham. You see, labor, why, why, why is this scripture important? You see, why is this scripture important? I'll show you in uh, Numbers chapter 6, verse 23. Numbers 6, 23. Speak, once again, Aaron is the priest. Okay, Aaron is what? I say Aaron is who? Speak to Aaron and, and, and unto his sons, which is the priest or the pastors. Speak to them. God was telling Moses, speak to them. Saying, on this wise, ye shall bless the children of Israel. Saying unto them. God said that when he was giving the commandment, say, this Moses, Moses, this is the way I want the priest, which is Aaron and his sons, to bless my people. Saying, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. It means that you are blessed by the saints of your priest. Is somebody hearing me? It means if I'm your priest and I say God bless you, it carries more weight than your boss saying God bless you. Your boss say God bless you. You might as well wipe it up and go. But when the priest because God said, this is how I want the priest to bless the people. Speak over their life. Are you hearing me? So it is also important. You see, I'm telling you, biblical things. It is also important to do things that will generate the priest to speak a blessing over your life. Amen. Not to speak a curse. Because God has put the blessing of your life in his mouth, whether you like it or not. Same. God bless you. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. Next one. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious to thee. Would you like God to face you shine upon you? Would you like God to be gracious to you? And God said he has put that thing in my mouth to say over you. God bless you. May God be gracious to you. This week, may his face shine upon you. When people see you, may they see the glory of God. May, may God be gracious to you. Amen. Gracious to you. Amen. It means that your shortcomings will be overlooked. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. That's why it is good to aggravate your pastor. It's a very bad habit. Always criticizing. Why do you criticize the source of your blessing? It's not good. Hallelujah. Sing. 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 God's face shine upon your face. Let his face shine upon you. When they see your face, may they see his glory. When they see your face, may they see his favor. Yeah. Let me hear a loudest amen. I said, let me hear a loudest amen. Yeah. I said, get a blessing. It's grace be upon you. 
May your traveling be safe. May your traveling be safe. May your traveling be safe. Hallelujah. Good. So the labor for the blessing of your pastor. Hallelujah. Then the final one we are going to talk which, to end this series is number seven, I think so, yeah. And, and this one, I'll, I'll, we'll pray about it. You see? The blessing that comes by association. You can call it connection. Simply mean biblical connection. Hallelujah. You are blessed because of somebody. You can call it connection. I like the word connection. Hallelujah. Blessing that come by association. <laughs> Hold on. Blessing, maybe write it well. Blessing that come by association with blessed people. Include the blessed people. Hallelujah. Blessing by association. Let's look at some scriptures. Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. Genesis 13, 2. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Verse 3. And he went on his journey from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai. Unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with him, had flocks and heads and tents. Lot also. It, Lot also. Lot was blessed because of his association with Abraham. Because the one who carried the blessing was Abraham. But just Lord associated himself, Lord also. Why do we know that? Why do we say that? The day he separated from Abraham. And Lord also. So Lord, Abraham, Lord also began to prosper. Blessing by association. Just because he accompanied Abraham, because Abraham was blessed, the blessing on Abraham rubbed on him. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Genesis chapter 30. Genesis chapter 30. Verse 20. 30. No, 30. 30. 30. 27. 27. Genesis 30. 27. 27, please. Look at another guy. I'm giving you an example. So first man was Lot. He was blessed by association with Abraham. This guy. And Laban said unto him, another guy called Laban, and Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord had blessed me for thy sake. I have learned. Because, please listen to me carefully. Laban was not a small boy. Mr. Laban was not a small boy. He had a business, Laban Farms. 
And he has been working on the farm for a long time. And every year when he does his tax return and his inventory, things don't add up. But the day Jacob came to join him, from the time Jacob joined his business, now every year the thing was booming. So the guy sat back and said, I have learned by experience that the reason why this thing is working is not because I have new methods, but because of you. Because there's a certain blessing that comes by association. The reason why the cattle are dying no more, we are making more money, is because of you. I have learned by experience. May God bring you to a, to a blessed people. I said, may God bring people who will bless you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's Lehman. Who's the next guy? Who's the next guy? Let's talk about the next guy who also knew, knew that. Genesis 39. 39, 39. 39. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him out of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down there. Verse 2. And the Lord was, the Lord was who? Who carried the anointing? I said, who carried the anointing? Who carried the presence? And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord had made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Mr. Potiphar said, man, since this boy came. The place is different. Are you hearing me? I said, are you hearing me? Mr. Potiphar saw. And verse 5. And Joseph found grace in his sight. And he served him. And he remained in his overseer of his house. And put all the Verse 5, what does he say? Go back. Verse 3. The same thing. And his master saw. You see, I'm talking about people, both Potiphar and Laban were not small boys. They have been hustling for a while. So they could tell the difference. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. God will bless you by association. May God bring you into contact with somebody who will be a blessing. Oh, just one, look, 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 your life can change like this by one person. Just one person you meet in your life. You'll be surprised. Your marriage can be better from that day. Your business can work from that day. Your child can be better. Just one person. Your finances can change because you have come into contact with the blessed person. May God bring you into contact with the right person. May you meet people who are blessed. Blessing by association. Blessing by association. Yeah. These guys, both Laban and Potiphar, they knew. As for Lord, he was a fool. He didn't know. But Laban and Potiphar, they knew that, look, we've been at this business for a while. Let me tell you something. 
Even your jaw, just one person favoring you can change everything. One person likes you, everything changes. Are you hearing me? Yeah. I mean, my life has changed tremendously ever since I met Bishop Dag. My life has changed tremendously ever since I met Bishop Dag. Even the nice wife I'm married to, it was because of him. Because when I proposed to her, she went and verified with him. Oh, you did not. <laughs> is he a good guy? Says, oh, no, she's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of all discussion. End of Francis. That was the end of all discussion. By one word, oh, no, he's a cool guy. But looking back, I think she loved me more than I loved her. <laughs> Even though she refuses to admit it. <laughs> oh my, I think, I think she loved me more. She, I'm looking back because I used to see the signs. They will, you believe me, Christine? Believe me. Ah, believe it. Ah. They will come early. She and her friend. So we came to see Doug, but it's not okay. Because my room was next to Bishop's room. We, my room, we were next, we were roommates, next, we were just next to each other. So, so we came late to see Doug, but it's not okay. Can you wait in your room? I'm sorry. Oh, I'll be lying. Oh, I'll be lying. I'll be lying. They knew he was not there. Michael, they knew he was not there. <laughs> They knew I was not there. It was all because of me. I said it was all because of me. They knew he was not there. They knew that. Yeah. But <laughs> oh. they don't want to admit it, but that's the truth. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that one one person. Just one person can make a difference. Can make a difference in your life. Look, and the reverse is true. One person can wreck you. Hey! That, you see, there are some people that, in my language, they call Onipa Satan. You see, the human <laughs> Onipa Satan. <laughs> oh yeah, Onipa, yes. Onipa Satan. It's like the person has bad luck that he is. Yeah. <laughs> one lady told me that look, one lady wanted to divorce, divorce her husband. And I said, oh, You cannot. He said, Rep, have you read, do you read the scripture? When Jonah got into the boat, the boat was never on, the boat became unstable. The only way the boat became stable was to throw Jonah out. If I don't throw this man out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> This man out of my life. There will be no stability in my boat. Yeah. And this man, this man has to get out of my boat. This man, if he doesn't get out of my boat, say the boat was there was tumult in the boat until and say, Rev, you know what? It was God who told him to throw them. 
We need to throw this boy out. Yeah. No, the rest is true. One person can be a blessing. One person can also wreck you. But I cancel every Satan in your life. Every Onipa Satan, we cancel it. Yeah. I prophesy. I cancel it. I cancel it. I say I cancel it. I say I cancel it. Onipa Satan, no. Onipa Satan, cancel it. Hallelujah. But I'm going to pray for you. You see, today there's a special anointing. I'm praying. See, prosperity. Financial prosperity. I'm going to pray for you to prosper financially. If you don't want to prosper financially, you can go. But I'll tell you, financial prosperity, okay? We're going to pray for the last minute, okay? Listen. Listen to me carefully. Three ways that God will prosper you. Okay, young man. That's what I want you to see. Because you need to prosper. <laughs> Hallelujah. One is God prospers you by blessing the work of your hand. God said, I will bless the work of your hand. When your hand, when the work of your hand is blessed, you prosper. What does it mean? When the work of your hand is blessed, it means you get more returns for what you do. So when your work of the when the work of your hand is blessed, it means that instead of being paid $12 an hour, you will now be paid $85 an hour. Okay? Bless your hand. It means that your hand now brings in more returns. Because being paid into, there's a difference between somebody who gets paid $250 an hour and somebody who gets paid at $10 an hour. Big difference. May somebody here receive promotion. Receive a pay raise. May your hourly rate go up. May your hourly rate go up. I say, may your hourly rate go up. May you get more returns for the work you do. Hallelujah. Then the other way that you prosper is wisdom. Proverbs 8.18. Proverbs 8.18. Talking about wisdom. Proverbs. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches. Not transient riches. Durable. Riches that last. So another way God prospers you financially is to give you wisdom. Receive wisdom to prosper. I say receive wisdom to prosper. I say receive wisdom to prosper. Jonas, receive wisdom to prosper. Yes. Wisdom. So that the riches are durable. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Durable riches. Wisdom and honor. Wisdom. By wisdom. You see, it is wisdom. How does wisdom prosper you? It does no, it, it, it takes away waste. That's true. And it brings creativity. And then the third way that God prospers is favor. Which is what I talk about. Favor. May you be favored. Yeah. Favor means you come in contact with somebody who likes you yeah. and changes your life. May you be favored. 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 Stand up to your feet and let's pray.
Hallelujah. Bless your church, O oh God. Bless your church, O oh God. Bless your children. Bless your children, O oh God. Bless your children. Bless your children, O God. Bless your children, O God. Mashakatandalia Babani Mikandalia Baba. Mashandalia Babana. Masandalia Baba Nere Kendalia Baba. Ejendalia Babandalia Babana. Sandalia Babandere de Kandalia Mama Sundaria Baba. Ilama Sundaria Baba. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. May God bring you into contact with somebody. Come and change Who will change destiny. Who bless you? Change. Make this change your God. Bless the work of favor to be upon your people. 
I want to pray for one group of people. I believe the Spirit is leading me. You just got a new job or you changed jobs within the last six months. Come and I'll pray for you. A new job, because a new job within the last six months. Come. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. You guys have anointing oil? Come and change my destiny. You'll be favored. My destiny today. I'm praying for you for favor. Come and change my destiny. You started a new job six months my ago. Destiny today. Destiny changer. Sing it for me. Destiny Bring the whole bottle. Let's try. Yes, Lord. Come and change my destiny. My destiny today. Come and change my destiny. My destiny today. Miracle work. You see, let me tell you something. I believe God is leading me. What you need in that new place is favor. Amen. And I'm going to pray God will give you favor. Amen. And it will change everything. Amen. Because you'll be favored. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Destiny changer. Yes, Lord. Come and change my destiny. Lord, change my the destiny today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come and change my destiny. My destiny today. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. Favor. Favor. Destiny changer. Favor. Oh, yes, Lord. Come and I change my destiny. You will meet. My destiny today. And check out. You will meet. Come and Abraham. change Receive my favor. destiny. Receive favor. My destiny Receive favor. Miracle work. Favor. Miracle work. Receive favor. Working Receive favor. Miracle work. Receive favor. Receive favor. Come and May you be favored. May you be favored. May you be favored. May you be favored. Thank you. Come and do Thank you. a miracle, a miracle today. Miracle worker, miracle worker, miracle worker. Work in miracles. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle your name, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the destiny changing God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Who will say I would like you? I will favor you. I will favor you. Come 
They will look at you with a different eye. Amen. You will be surprised at the reception. Amen. Because suddenly favor has come. Amen. Because of the favor, what you were lacking will be overruled. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Finally, before we leave here, with every eye closed and every head bowed, you are here, you are not born again. The Bible says, please all, every hand down, every hand down and every head bow. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? The Bible says, for this purpose, was the Son of God made manifest. You see, the real gospel is about salvation. The greatest miracle is about salvation. So before we leave this place, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You are not born again. Please, there's room at the cross. You are the reason why God sent his son. So why don't you lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You are young, you are old. You want to be a Christian. You must believe in your heart. You must confess with your mouth. And you shall be saved. Is there anybody else not born again? I just want to make sure this is the greatest miracle the greatest miracle God is waiting for you Father we thank you for salvation let none perish in Jesus name Amen put your hands together for the Lord hallelujah all right, you want to honor the Lord with your first and best. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.